in a world. Four friends, one mission. Mikey, what are you doing? I'm doing the thing for the podcast. It's not that hard, bud. Dude, just say the name. Fine. It's the Freedom Friends Podcast. Oh, so there's drinks on the table, John. Yeah. There's a stick in my hand and his hand, and I can't see your other hand, so I'm going to assume while it's down there that it's Friday. What are we about to do? We're about to masturbate, boys. you damn right. It's time for a Freedom Friends Master Debate, solving the world's problems one mediocre topic at a time, as you guys have heard me say week in and week out for the last three and a half redacted years. Sorry, that I didn't. I messed it up already. <laughs> <laughs> three and a half redacted years i made it 26 seconds in yeah uh we have the the always talented and lovely jack mandeville with us today having a hard day mike i got my waterbed repossessed because i couldn't make the payments on it oh no yeah all right so now i'm sleeping on the floor with all my snuggy blankets just bunched up into a corner that sounds wonderful this sounds like college. It is nice. It's the yeah. most Minnesota thing I've ever heard. All my like, snuggy blankets. Like when, when you buy the cheap-ass futon, and then you throw the frame away and just use the... I've done that. Like, how many people have, like... Everybody's had that apartment where no, the, no, like the mattress married. is on the floor. I was married and had that. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I remember it was, it was real difficult to bring chicks back to the house when your mattress is on the floor. <laughs> But I made it work. <laughs> Good old Southern especially, California. Especially when she's laying there on the mattress and you you like sit down on it and she bounces off. Yeah, right. Because it's an air mattress. I didn't have an air mattress. I actually <laughs> it was just like a like a shitty mattress, but it was it was on the floor. One of my on the floor. favorite stories from when I was in the military was one of my guys, Ferry, uh decided to take this girl home one night. His name her, is Ferry. Yeah, F-E-R-R-Y. Man, he I bet his drill instructors loved him. Right. Yeah, he was he was he was from Pittsburgh. Okay, yep. he was a piece of shit until he deployed. <laughs> then he was pretty good. Yeah, then, seriously, <laughs> oh, he's one of those guys. He, I love those guys. He used, to, he used to buy two bottles of Bacardi Orange from the, from the Class Six, and oh. he drank both of them in a matter of about forty five minutes. And then you had about Ooh. thirty minutes of amazing entertainment, and then we'd handcuff him to the toilet <laughs> almost every night because <laughs> yeah. he was a fucking idiot. That's the only way we could get him to not do stupid shit. <laughs> Let shave like an eyebrow every once in a while. Anyways, yeah. um, so he took this girl home to her trailer. Classy. And, uh, and he woke up in the morning and she pissed the bed. And so he's getting ready to like leave to go back on base. And he tells me, he goes, and she asked me the weirdest question I've ever been asked in my life. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be fucking good. <laughs> and she goes, can you help me flip the mattress? <laughs> I was like, what, what a dirty <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I was more surprised that that was the weirdest question he's ever been asked in his life. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, if you're pounding two fists of Bacardi O before fucking dinner time, man, yeah. that's a pretty tame yeah. question. Yeah. Yeah. I get those two Bacardis. I mean, I just can't pull out, man. <laughs> <laughs> just blow it all in there. Yeah. The theme of this debate is called Big Comes because it's a master debate. Justin, you got a topic for us? I do not, but Scott does. Scott uh, does. Well, yeah, you I have, have one. I have a, 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 a follow on question question last week i think it was last week or the week before we did what's the most feminine things we do you're right, right. and okay. I, I so mikey's no was, what was it what's something oh uh, what's, what's something, something you do that's not ma- considered masculine yes when Which, I, they, they basically made fun of me for getting pedicures and taking care of myself <laughs> but jack i want to throw you this question he gets pedicures i get petties i'm not ashamed of that though i don't think it's feminine for me to do that I don't but, but what's the what's the most non-masculine thing you do you know uh i've caught since i was a teenager i've caught myself standing a certain way uh where um I, I've actually used it almost to like, I've used an exaggerated version of it when I've played certain characters. It's this. I do that. Yes. <laughs> so, I know exactly what yeah, you're talking about. I, but yeah. I actually stand like that at times. I catch myself doing one of these. 
<laughs> that's how my mother used to like stand like at the edge of the stairs when i come home from school and i was like suspended yeah yeah she knew ahead of time she'd stand like this that's a karen stance yeah that's a karen stance yeah. i yeah. stand like a, a middle-aged woman yeah or a linda yeah so that's a, like people named linda stand like that so i've known i've been doing that since i was like a teenager i catch myself kind of doing one of these every once in a while i also nice. cried when my dog died that's, that's not that's no. that's not feminine Good. at all. On that. Yeah, yeah, that's, all right. I'm on, that's I'm, masculine. I've already been told that I'm going to be on suicide watch when it comes with yeah. my dog. Dude, uh, we said it for years about you. Me and you had this yeah, conversation. We yeah, like, you were hitting me up a lot I was afterwards. Like, I was like, I'm going to go and fucking make sure he's okay yeah. every goddamn day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were texting me a lot more than usual. Dude, yeah. I was genuinely concerned. I, I, but that's because I totally get it. I I, I kept busy with work. It was the best thing you I did. could have done. You, yeah. did. you did. But yeah, no, I, I stand like a bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I, I played a character once called Meryl Kowalski where I did like a super exaggerated version of that because yeah. it was an extension of myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kowalski's a great character. That was That's a good character. character. Yeah. 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 That was the uh that was the uh the office. Or the, the shop. Or the yeah. shop. Yeah, yeah. Not the Bunch office. Shop. Fernando Rivera, uh uh, who was the the lead in that show, great I've been dude. hanging out with him. Yeah. He's great dude. Down in San Antonio, he crashes up my place quite a bit. Really? Yeah. Oh shit. Tell him yeah. I said hi. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Let's link up. Let's grab a drink one or something. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, let's do that. I like that, dude. Me and him. It's not like I got to let my dog out. So, like, cause, yeah. well, because I shot him. Yeah, I shot him in in a, in a TV. You show. shot Taco. You are a piece oh, of shit. Wow. I would never ever. Ass. Ass. I would said. never shoot Taco. That's what you just said. No, I shot uh, fucking uh, Rivera. Yeah. Oh. In a in a in a show. Yeah. He's a fun guy. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Death Anyways, scene. that's how. What about you, John? You're a very masculine guy. I said the most non-masculine thing that I do is women. That's what, that, was, that, was, that was his answer. That was, my answer. That was his answer. <laughs> Michelle had to answer mine. I don't even remember what it was. It was uh, when you go to sports clips and get your hair shampooed. Oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> Which again, I don't there's think there's nothing wrong with getting your hair yeah. shampooed. But it's the most non-masculine thing I do. Weak, and, and I and I just got it for self-care, just in general. Just like, you didn't cry when you saw the notebook? Nope. I, I still have it. never watched it. Well, we got to test what your bitch level is. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good Dude, point. When they lay in that bed together at the end, you know it's coming. It just starts all coming up. Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. Mm, yeah. Never watched it. You'll know when you see it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, Justin, Justin, you did have a topic for I us. Do, I do have a topic for you guys. Right. Uh, so, I want to know. What's a story where the bad guys are actually completely 100% right? Oh. World War II in color. Boondock Saints. <laughs> Boondock Saints. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints is a good one, yeah. yeah. Well, well, see, that's so weird, though, because like, well, the bad guys are the good guys. They're vigilantes, which is inherently I mean, bad. Batman is another one, like, where know. Batman's an anti-hero. Is he bad though? He's a vigilante. It's the same as Boondock Saints. But but the the difference with Batman is like I can't believe I said World War II in color and nobody said anything. <laughs> I'm so disappointed in you guys. <laughs> we gotta make a 9-11 reference now. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus. Another inside job. I know. <laughs> Christ, man. Um Boondock Saints. I never thought of them as bad guys, it, though. It, so it's not a movie, and I wouldn't necessarily. The, the bad guys are definitely not the good guys, but it the show did a good job of showing nuance. How the there there's no clear line between good versus bad, and and the bad guys were the bad guys, but it also showed that the quote unquote good guys were not angels themselves. As I loved the dynamic between the FBI and and the Soprano family in, in the sopranos where oh, the fbi they 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 were never there because they they were all they were always fucking people over in the process of justice which is kind of a you know uh mobsters aren't great people they are fucking criminals but like uh you know in order to get to certain people they've you know they've fucked other people over well it's yeah. like the departed well, or pretty was, much any mobster flick what was i saw ever. a couple shows they prey on the weak ones one time. was something about waco and one was something about ruby ridge 
Koresh was a piece of shit. Yeah. But also there yeah, there were a lot of questions about uh like, like did they need to go that hard. Did they, they <laughs> right. made it worse. Yeah. The ATF made it worse. A hundred percent. Yeah. And, and Ruby Ridge. Is Koresh a, was definitely a, a piece a shit of show. shit that yeah. needed to be dealt with, but like, yeah, they they did not go about it the right way. Yeah. yeah. Ruby I, Ridge I, is another classic. That example. guy, that was more of a tragic incident in yeah. the sense that he, he he was a weirdo off the grid guy. But like the what they got on him is he had gone to some white supremacist meeting at one point. But like it, it was like a one time thing. They were they never really proved that he was a white supremacist, right? Uh, but that was their end to fucking basically. And that was their they, motive. And yeah. then they shot his wife or something. And yeah. They, yeah. the wife, uh, the dog. Yeah. Uh, they think, shot the wife while she was holding the baby, right? Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. she was in a doorway and they like, thought I'm, she was I'm holding I'm sorry, but like the dog's where it draws a lot. I'm going to shoot. Yeah, right? Like, I'm shoot all the people and babies you want. I'm going to shoot back <laughs> at that point, too. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But they, I believe the, uh, they still count that as like a, like a victory. Like they did something yeah, good. Yeah. Like yeah. they still look at that and they're like, nope, nailed it. Yeah. Like, uh, hi- history has come to kind of show that it was a blunder. I think, especially in society. I think the average yeah. citizen realizes that uh, both, both in incidents were fuck ups on the government's part. I mean, the Iraq war, <laughs> there's a good example. example of a fuck up there yeah. <laughs> I mean, like i mean they weren't good guys but we weren't good guys either S- saddam was not a good guy but you also realize big picture there was stability in the region yeah because of exi- by the way he didn't have a religion a religious extremism problem in his country no it was the, there was they, christians in iraq they, they yeah. were christians living peacefully there were the the, the sunnis and the shiites you know he was hard-handed at times, but generally there was religious tolerance and peace in that country. The only people who were really getting fucked were the Kurds, right? Yeah, <laughs> like which they, they were. were and, and I, you don't want to minimize it, but they've always been getting fucked. Yeah. <laughs> we that? fucked them. Yeah, yeah we yeah, fucked them. We fucking yeah. turned our backs on them multiple times. Yeah, and they still like, yeah, we'll take, we'll still help you guys. Yeah, like we've absolutely fucked them over because well, nobody else wanted to help them. Everybody else was just like, fuck these guys. Yeah, at least we were like, you know what? Hey, sorry about last time, but hey, let's tr- we'll help you again this time. Yeah. Until we fuck you again. And then we'll turn <laughs> our backs on you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, but well, at least with Saddam Hussein, there was stability in the region. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Not a good guy. His kids were also douchebags. Pieces of shit. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to you guys. Taking care of the uh, Saddam <laughs> and his kids, right? Just, just kids. the kids. Huh? Just the kids. Just the kids. Yeah. I just got uh I just got given a book. I can't wait to read it. It's called uh, uh I forget what it's called. It's like The Prisoner in the Palace. It's about the American guards who are watching Saddam Hussein oh. up until his execution. So, it wasn't Iraqis that were watching him. It was American guards that were watching him and it's about them interacting with Saddam Hussein. That I, I really, cannot fucking wait to read it. Yeah. Jack, that is not the book that you just got. No, no. Because oh, <laughs> yeah. Jack, Jack got, just got this book. I, I don't know I don't if know I want to give about. it a glance. I've already read Huckleberry Finn. I don't know if I can go <laughs> another round with that many N words. Yeah. It's 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 empty. It's a joke. All right. Yeah. Don't get mad at Jack. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a lot. Of, uh, uh, oh, the Punisher. Vigilante, oh, yeah. Yeah. vigilante, great, show. but you empathize with, you get it, yeah, right. yeah, sure, sure. I really, you know, what my favorite Punisher scene was actually not even in the Punisher TV show; it was in Daredevil, and it's the prison scene when he just like goes in and like murks the fucking main guy in prison, and then fucking like they all come after him, and he beats the piss out of everybody to death, and he's just laying there in a stack of bodies, all fucked up. It's like, what's the uh, hell yeah? What, what's the <laughs> prison show with the, where the general goes to uh, the last castle? The last castle. James yeah. Gandolfini. Yes. Speaking of the Sopranos, James Gandolfini. That was a brilliant good one. actor. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one. Robert Redford. Gone too yeah. soon, man. Yeah, gone too soon. In yeah. my opinion, yeah, that was a that was a great one where uh, he was there for a reason, but the the head of the prison was clearly like he was a, just a douchebag. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Harvey Weinstein. Tell me, you all didn't like his fucking movies? Go ahead and say it. <laughs> it's like he's a bad guy. Well, he is a bad guy, and now what we know about him, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. So there's been. I'm not one of those like. Uh, there's been a few like I, I I don't listen to R. Kelly music anymore because everything we know about the guy oh, I'm like I'm it not hits, it hits different now. I'm not yeah. gonna it, you know like at you know before you everything. should listen to it now though because it 
It, it means you understand things. it differently. <laughs> well, it's just I'm not going to no, spend any time giving body, any, Yeah. My body is telling me yes. Yeah. It's like, bro, he's a real <laughs> piece of shit. He was yeah. telling everybody, like, uh, straight up that he's a piece of shit. Same thing with Kevin Spacey. Ever, uh, like, I haven't been able to get beyond what we know about him. I'm like, you know, great actor, but everything we know about him. Like, did you see that? House weird, of Cards is great. Though. Did you see that weird show. YouTube <laughs> fucking video he did after he got let go of House of Cards where he was in character as his character on yeah. House of Cards? He did like this weird YouTube fucking clip where he's like, you think I'm gone? I'm not gone. And he and it was fucking creepy, yeah. man. I was like, bro, really clinging on to that career to, of yours. Way yeah. to dig yourself deeper with your weird shit. Like, yeah. Which was unfortunate because he's an amazing actor. Yeah. But yeah, obviously. R. Kelly was a great musician, but they're like, it's like yeah. their fucked up personal shit is way too fucked up to forget. Because it's like you, you compare those guys to a Louis C.K. Louis C.K. for his fucking was like, oh, he jerks off in front of chicks. He actually always got permission to do it. <laughs> he asked. So it was consensual. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got a he's bit. Not, he literally got consent. That's He's not a creep. Uh, he's got a bit in his new special about it. And he's like, let's talk about it. He goes, he goes, the only difference is, is all of you guys have that thing that you're into. And now all of you know what my thing is. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, and it's so weird but, knowing like, that everybody knows what my thing is. He, he went about it. He got consent. Yeah, yeah. He did nothing wrong. Yeah. I mean, because well, he asked. I love that in his his first special he put out after that in the background he just had giant letters that said I'm sorry. That was the name <laughs> of the special. Yeah, was, I'm sorry. Yeah, and it was brilliant. It was a yeah. brilliant special. He's a fucking brilliant comedian. Yeah, like that dude is fuck. But Jack, from what you were saying, we actually that's another debate topic we we had where it's separating a person's or an actor's character from like their yeah their real personality. Which, which again, as long as they're not. Uh, felonious creep pieces of shit. Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck about what actors' religions are. I don't give a shit about their political opinions. I respect their work as long as they hold some level of decency as a human. Like we kind of said the same thing. We were we, we use Tom Cruise as an example, dude. Like, like he's a fucking weirdo, but he is but he's the an amazing actor. What yeah. he fucking does, hundred percent. And th th that guy legitimately knows how to fly jets. He can play guitar. He can fucking sing. He is a fucking. He is the Teddy Roosevelt of acting. Yeah. Avid skydiver. Yeah, yeah. He, he and as a filmmaker, as a producer, like that guy is good at what he does. I respect the fuck out of Tom Cruise. I don't give a shit what his religious. Uh, uh, you know, background yeah. is as yeah. long as we don't. There's no evidence of him hurting anybody. Who who is the guy I brought up? Uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, it's because the Scientologists are good at dig burying shit. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't. Fuck. We threw around a bunch the of names. Yeah. Um, I want to say Joe Pesci, but that wasn't it. No, uh, Joe Pesci is like a documented sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. It was. Uh, he plays a gangster though. Yeah, and he's he's Robert so, De Niro. Robert De Niro, yes. right? He plays who he hates, like super yeah. criminal. He plays a lot of criminals. Well, but like, pol like politically, he he's very very far left, right? Liam Neeson too. Yeah, and but he plays people who you would assume would not be far left. Well, it's it's, it's like you've made a it's, career shooting guns on in front of a camera. It's just weird. And then you're like, guns are bad. We need to ban them all. Like type of thing. It's yeah. like that's Liam, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson, De Niro, Baldwin, who literally murdered someone. <laughs> like I mean, they, they, they've all done that shit. Like I mean, it's how much hate did we get about that? What when we were talking about how every person in the chain on that film and on that oh, I didn't on even that film see, did we? Oh, it was dude. People were like shitting on us <laughs> in on, the comments on that one. It was on funny. TikTok. It got oh, it got accountability. A, it got some some decent traction on well, TikTok, yeah. and it was like fifty percent of people that were like, "Yes, this dude should absolutely see jail time. He probably won't." Blah blah blah. And then it was some people were like, "No, it should just be the weapons wrangler." And then some people were like, "Nobody should be charged because it was an accident." And I'm like, "Well, that doesn't really that fucking." Was, uh, but from what I understand, I don't know that much about it. But there, there were complaints about the armorer. Yeah, because uh, she, her dad was like a renowned, it was nepotism. That's yeah. everything. In Basically, everybody other than actors, there's a lot of nepotism yeah. in the industry. She got the job because of who her dad was. Thanks, dad. Yeah, yeah. I will say, like actors, actually, like you see generational actors, but that's more of a 
kill what you eat type of scenario like you do have to prove yourself more where there's jobs like armors and grips and stuff like that where like my dad got me the job yeah there's a lower barrier to entry i told i told one of your stories the other day jack what um uh uh, and i were watching lord of the rings and old samwise gamgee was on there sean astin and i was like amazing human being and i was like i was like i like i stopped it in the middle Haley, we were having our date night, so we were high shit. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, "Have I ever told you Jack's story about him?" And she's like, "No." And I told him the story. I told her the story that you told me about the day of filming on Range Fifteen. Yeah, he was only there for one day when when everybody was just tired and fucking run down and yeah. all fucked up. And then he did the Rudy speech. Yeah, out of the blue, and like everybody was like, "Let's fucking go!" Yeah, just <laughs> like, amped us up. Yeah, uh, you, uh, Sean Astin. Uh, did you see his character Bob in in Stranger Things? The most likable guy ever. That's him in real life. Yeah. He is a really sweet, kind of a dopey guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's a, but he's a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. I like hearing that. Yeah, I love it when I hear. And he about comes actors. from he comes from an LA family. His mother and and father and his both. And father were both yep. industry people. But he is just a sweet human being. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's how he got the Goonies. Yeah, you he know, was a, a child, child actor, actor, but and that's the thing. It's like uh, I've met some child actors that are fucked up. He's not like he's yeah. a very well-rounded human. He being. worked with a lot of them that are fucked up. Yeah. Corey, <laughs> Corey Feldman, Corey Feldman. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, However, I respect Corey Feldman after what he's done to blow the lid off of all the fucking abuse and shit in Hollywood. Like he is fucking. Yeah, God, God knows what he went through when he was younger. Yeah, yeah. and he and he fucking has whistleblowed like a son of a bitch, and it's like. I did, a, man. I did DMT with a former child actor. I'm not going to name him. <laughs> no, he probably wouldn't even give a shit. What a great segue. I did, <laughs> I did DMT with a former child actor. Uh, and for me, it was a revolutionary spiritual experience that I still remember to this day. It changed me. Yeah. And for him, that guy had so much trauma. I don't think it put a fucking dent in me. <laughs> he was telling me about on, uh, I'm sure with this age range here, maybe not you, Justin, but with the age range Fair. here, you've definitely seen his work. I'll tell you after the show who he was, you've seen him, uh, he was talking about doing whippets with like the crew members when he was 14 years old. And like no, 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 no. no. Yeah. Uh, and, um, but yeah, like he, he had a, it's, it was like talking to someone who grew up in a border town. Like you did what when you were that age? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jesus, man. I don't know. I, 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 that, that amount of pressure at that age though, like it, it, there's no way it's never fucking allow my kid no fuck if way. at 18 they want to fucking move to la and do that grind good for you yeah i would never want my kid around that environment absolutely not no. man like it would just be that's too much no it is like it, that pressure is crazy yeah and you see a lot of those young the child actors they're highly intelligent individuals sure very into a lot of them are extremely intelligent you have to be in in order to invoke any emotion in order to uh, to, uh a play a character that's not you and some are you have to be talented yeah. yes you ha- you have to be a very smart person in order to tap into certain emotions i use miley cyrus as an example a lot when it comes to this conversation because like uh, of like an extreme that you can go to you know what i mean like she is there's no questioning that miley cyrus is a talented fucking singer yeah the girl's got pipes on her man yeah. she's a great and she can great musician and she's a decent actor yeah you know i wasn't a big hannah montana fan it's more right. justin's generation <laughs> but, god know. damn right boys <laughs> but like you know i just never it, it wasn't my fucking forte when i was that age right it wasn't she wasn't around she's much younger than me so um but like when it comes to like talent, but can you imagine? First of all, she was fucked from Jump Street because her dad's Billy Ray Cyrus. Her, her dad was uh, <laughs> no, her like, dad was a very notable person. Yeah, yeah, you know. And, and Nashville is a different community when it comes to fame and popularity. Sure. And she grew up around Nashville. But then you have the Britney Spears, who again, great talent, couldn't fucking handle it mentally. Yeah, you know, and just went off the fucking deep end, and it's still fucking there. Yeah, there's probably some deeper mental health issues. Yeah, I contracted with a dude who grew up with her. Yeah, he used to like like babysat. She, with she her also she shit. comes like, from kind of from kind of a broken home. She, yeah, she doesn't she didn't have a healthy home life. No, no, and yeah. her fucking dad's a piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, like uh, but apparently, like the guy I contracted with, 
he told me he was like he was like they were like normal fucking folks it was just like oh yeah she did this thing on disney channel for a while whatever and then she blew the fuck up like um it was just you know but you have like there there is a definite and then you and you brought up dookie hauser who apparently is a very well-rounded well, very well-rounded person and yeah. fucking yeah. got his head on straight and all this he's and like like i mean and even when he had uh bumps in b- between being a child actor and when he got back into the groove of things as an adult actor there were years where he he had a rough go professionally but he waited it out he worked his ass off he got back to, and and yeah it, no one has Starship a bad fucking troopers no, no one has a bad thing to say about <laughs> neil patrick harris yeah right. yeah nobody wants to talk about the elephant in the room with child actors hmm macaulay culkin oh yeah but he's turned out as but he is an extreme example of the ultimate fucking peak of fame right uh at an age where you have no consent to be going to auditions and even acting he was forced into it by his family yeah and he came out as normal as you possibly could in under those circumstances He had a couple of rough years. Yeah. Where he one, looked a little, little wacky. <laughs> but but if you you hear him talk now and stuff, yeah. He's good to hook. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's all right. Like, um, I don't know, it's weird. What's really sad to me is when you see these child actors that then their parents go and like fuck them over with the money and everything and start stealing from them. So many laws that have been going back until the 1930s. There's been so many laws in place to prevent that. And it still fucking happens. Yes. The guy I was telling you what I did DMT with, that guy had been working on major network. I'll tell him, tell y'all who he is after the show. He was on some of the most biggest fucking sitcoms of the eighties. Big fucking mo- the, one of the biggest movies ever at the box office, and he had nothing to show at eighteen. Oh. See, that's fucking tragic. Yeah, because you so already like with that level of fame, you can't trust anyone. And you're like, well, at least I got my parents. And then it's like, yeah. no, nope, even Just they'll kidding. fuck me over. Yeah, like, I mean, look yeah. at and it happens to adults too, though. Absolutely. I mean, look at Dane Cook. Yep, Dane Cook's his a good brother. example. Like, his, his brother, brother. fucked yeah. him out of millions of dollars. Yep. You know, and he had to send his brother to jail. Yep. Wow. You know, and it, it sucks. Like, I mean, it, it's no different. Every family in America has probably had this happen to them in one way or another, where grandma dies, oh. you got the siblings and everything's been fucking chill for years. But when grandma goes, there's a little money on the table. <coughs> Weird shit starts happening. Yeah. Arguments start happening. Sure. I, I watched it happen when my grandmother died. It was, uh, they, they started getting into it. It, 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 it happened. And I, it happened when I had a grandparent die and I, I let it go. Like, I just let it go, and I was like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to fucking voice my opinion on this. I didn't want the drama. And then later, it came up. Matter of fact, you were there when it came up later, because it happened at our previous employer. Oh, I remember When I got that. the call. Yeah. Um, And I fucking basically had to fucking rip into a family member was like no 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 let me tell you what the fuck i think and i had to fucking and and, and truth be told it did end up being healthy because it started a dialogue between her and i and and, and, and we you're were, irish so you there's a lot of fucking and this was the lot irish, of family members this is the irish side bro <laughs> so like like uh and uh like so it was, it was like they're both irish sides i guess there's only have there's two sides they're both fucking green at, <laughs> least, you're, at least you're not italian right <laughs> Tony, <laughs> I noticed you were a little swarthy, John. <laughs> I forgot how many Portuguese and Italians there are in New England. Fucking, <laughs> um, but no, it did. It started a dialogue. The dark whites, this gentleman, please, please, thank you, uh, um, Jack. There's another shirt idea for you. <laughs> <laughs> the dark whites. I'll take some of that toast. Toasty. I'm sorry for getting <laughs> European racist on everybody. <laughs> it doesn't count. I don't think that counts, man. It's safe racism. Yeah, it's, As another white guy, even though I'm not yeah. Italian, Greek, or Portuguese, I can say it because they're still white. You know? So you're, you're like Scandinavian, yeah? No. No, I'm I'm one of the few white German. Minnesotans who's not Scandinavian so, at all. So what is your ethnic All the background? boring whites, English and Scottish and shit like <laughs> that. Like, just straight up. Anglo-Saxon. Well, that's the thing about white people. They always like to be the most unique whites when they talk about their heritage. It's almost at this point better off to be one of the traditional boring whites. Yeah, Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, it, does, it doesn't matter what you do. I mean, you're you're a straight white male in America these days, so you're automatically the double. Have I'm you- not. <laughs> I got a lot of advantages. <laughs> People listen to me way too much. Yeah. Have you ever done the uh, like DNA testing stuff? My sister did, so that's how I know about my heritage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't want them having my DNA. Well, I don't really give a fuck about that. What but, are they going to do with it? Yeah. I don't know, man. I know. They, honestly, me. I think clone they, me. they no. know everything there is to know about it. private tech knows everything there yeah, is to know about true. us. Quick, turn your TikToks on. I'm going to talk shit about China real quick. <laughs> <laughs> the, the government's already got your shit. You're in the military. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, you're not lying. That's the, true. Uh, straight up. But yeah. like. When, DNA, did, when did we hand over our DNA to the military? The first time you ever gave blood, probably. I don't remember giving blood to the military. Guarantee you yeah. get blood. Dude, you remember your first night in boot camp, just shot after shot after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they were giving me stuff. They weren't taking stuff away from me. That's when they put the trackers in you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Where's yeah. that sinful hat? <laughs> Where they at? But no, like the like the 23 and me and all that kind of stuff, like I know, like I, for my dad's side of my family, like they literally have family lineage back to like the mid 1700s. Like yep. I, I have it. So I know where my dad's side of my family's from. My mom's side, like, I know where my great-great-grandparents lived, you know, and, like, their family and shit like that. So, like, I don't give a fuck what a DNA test tells me. Me too. Go like, away, I Bay, know where Ireland. my family lived for hundreds of years. I'm good. Are <laughs> you, you know? What, what, are you, like, you're New England, are you the, the Portuguese-Italian type of No New Portuguese. England? No Portuguese. I guess there's some Italian, Italian-Lithuanian, uh, Lebanese, Greek. Uh, and then like white trash Europe, like you got uh, all the whites. Yeah. Which, by the way, Middle Easterners, there is no Middle Eastern section on. There is no Arab section on the census. It's considered white. Yeah. And Hispanic was considered white until the seventies. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, don't you remember when the whole when Trayvon Martin happened and they were like a white Hispanic man shot him, and everybody was like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, but but yeah. but. Uh, Arabs to this day have to check off white on the uh, Caucasian on, yeah. on the census. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if we went, God, I don't want to say these words, even though they're scientifically correct. <laughs> Redacted. Is, it, is it recreational? No, it's, it's legitimate scientific. There's really there. There's Mongoloid, Caucasoid. I don't want to say the other one, <laughs> you know, but there's Tra- really only four races. Trapezoid. Yeah. We'll call it that. <laughs> and then whatever American Indian is, there's really only four races, right? Like, like, and that's, if you go down to like legitimate, like, you know, homo sapien, different classes, you know, and, 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 the, and all the colors have fucking blinded everybody. Cause it really doesn't fucking matter now. It is you know what I mean? Is. Like, like, it, I love when people like I, for a while people like you know so what's your heritage where are you from I'm like oh, I'm American yeah right like like well what like yeah like my parents were both born in the United States and I was born in the United States so that makes me American yeah you know like I, I don't know what else you want from me like well wh- where's your family from I'm like Massachusetts <laughs> like, yeah. I, <laughs> uh-huh. I mean my my lineage is pretty easy to to go back just because my father wasn't born here (laughs) your dad's actually irish he was yeah no shit yeah like i'm fucking son of an immigrant pal that's why every time like the like the like the 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 slavery conversation comes up i'm like hey i didn't have anything to do with that shit my family was dealing with potato famine while y'all were fucking dealing with that shit like like, grandparents on my dad's side immigrated the united states during world war ii because they were in holland netherlands now um and they fled europe because they're jewish and so, like, I have my grandfather's diary and the whole nine. Like, is it the Lithuanian cool. part, or no? It's my mom's side. Uh, oh, they were Dutch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jewish. Yep. yep. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Like, I still have family in the Netherlands. They they own a store in uh, Amsterdam in the Hague, um, uh, called uh, Blygestein's. Uh, their last name's Van Blygestein. Very, very, very Jewish. Very Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's really cool. Like, like uh, when Nazis came in and started it's very it cool when the Nazis came in. <laughs> so, well, no, like, so they they had they had this store, uh, and so they came in and, and Nazis were pretty much like, "We're going to take over your shit. We'll be back in a week." Well, in that week, they got rid of every single thing they had in the store and gave really? it to everybody in the community. And uh, so the Nazis came in, took over the store, did whatever. Well, obviously, you know, we know how that war went. Yeah. Um, So when they came, you know, took everything back over, everybody in the community brought back all the property to the store. 
Really? Yeah. Like that's it's cool. really so that cool. says a lot about the Dutch uh, yeah, yeah. culture that yeah. th- there was that plan set in place, or uh, well, I guess that cultural institution to take care of their own, know, yeah, th- yeah. their own like that. Yep. I, yeah, and we forget that for all the fucking travesty that happened with uh, well, everything leading up to World War II and uh, pe- people being hauled away in the Nazi invasion into other European countries. There were so many great examples of heroism and kindness and love that happened yeah. in, in that region. It just goes to show you, people are, for the most part, good. They're go- good, yeah. and they're going to do the right thing. Yeah, because yeah. conscience is still there. It's still a piece of who we are, Yeah, right? Even even sociopaths like us, fucking, we still have a conscience, right? I mean, it's 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 as weird as it sounds. Um, and like you know, to, I'm gonna, I'm going to quote a Marvel movie, man. People often forget that the first country that Hitler invaded was his own. You know what I mean? So there was a lot Austria. of Germans. Well, well sorry, well, he, was, he, he was Austrian. He was. He was. Yeah. And he was Jewish. Okay. He, he, that that's been disproven. But yeah, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. That's it. Wasn't it, his mother like Jewish? Uh, May it, it it wasn't. She a, had the T-shirt. Yeah. Oh, got it. Yeah. <laughs> like, she, so she was Jewish. But like he, John. he yeah. did. Uh, I mean, he was Austrian. People forget that. That. Yeah. And the first one of the first places he went into was Austria. It was a it was a layup for him to yeah. go into Austria. But yeah. the first country he invaded was Germany. They invaded Germany first, really. You know, he took over as Supreme Chancellor. Well, and yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That. It was a political takeover. And there was a lot yeah. of Germans that were like, oh, I don't know about all this. <laughs> like, even yeah. them. Well, they people were forget like, that. Ugh. Yeah, you're right. That's a great point. Yeah. That, again, I never go at this point i will not engage in the uh you know the germany the 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 jokes about the germans as they uh they fucked up as a whole and all that because it a a a large percentage of germans um um were vocally anti-hitler and they followed it through to the end there were multiple assassination attempts on him not from the outside but from the inside there were a lot of germans that understood and knew how bad hitler was and and tried to stop you know they did their best well then after the war the nuremberg trials a lot of the germans that were against hitler were the ones that were like that guy, that guy, yeah. that guy, yeah. that guy. They were like, fuck these guys. Yeah. Yeah. We've it, been telling y'all not, for fucking years. Y'all were fucking up. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's not black and white. And yeah. the fact is Germans didn't come to one, some 100% consensus on this is what we're going to do. There were a lot of people in Germany yeah. uh, that were anti-Hitler and even living in Germany, they, they adapted to it and they did, they did their, the best they could to, uh, look, to, to look, handle it. Look at Schindler. Yeah. You know, Schindler was one of those, you know, and uh, obviously like they made a real good movie about it. Fucking Liam Neeson again. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like like they, that's what it was. It was he was like he was like, I'm not on board with this shit. Yeah. I'm going to save as many people as I can because they're people. Yeah. You know, and have you guys seen the, the show called The Defeated? The Defeated. It's like it's a drama and it's just, you know, it's probably fiction, but it like takes place right after the war where Berlin's divided up into sectors. You got the France sector, the German Russians, sector, yeah. Russian and the and the American sector. And uh, it's a it's a pretty good show. I just got done watching it. Um, but uh, just it takes place like there and it shows like, you know, the innocent Germans. Yeah, you know, trying to rebuild everything. The only thing I, I got to say about the Germans, even though there was a lot of them that weren't complicit in the whole Nazi Germany thing, is they still deny nothing happened. <laughs> like, well, not like, all of them. You know, no, no, there, but there there's are, a small minority. There, there are a lot of Holocaust deniers over there, and they don't teach it. They it's, don't uh, teach it in mainstream education. They don't teach it. Oh no, Germans! They're very aware of their. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know I, they are. <laughs> I, I, so I think it's a thing with younger Ger- Germans is they they uh, they don't want to. There is kind of a pushback against being held responsible for what their grandparents did or their great grandparents, and it's 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 understandable. Like it's like yeah. I've grown up in this society where we know it's wrong. We are not going to let this happen again. Um, but they, they don't want to be a punchline to Western yeah. humor that, uh, that they should somehow be responsible for what their ancestors did. I get it. I, I mean, get it. so 
like reparations. Well, Ger- Germany is a. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Ger- it's the same conversation. Modern Germany yes. is a. It's a well-functioning democracy. It's a liberal society. They, they, uh, they're different than us. They're definitely mm. rule followers, but uh, yeah. uh, they're still rule followers. They like doing what they're told, but th- they, they're, they're very aware of what happened. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't think they're in denial. It's just I think younger Germans don't want to. They don't want to cop to it. Well, they don't want to be associated. They don't want to, well, they they don't want to distance to, themselves. They don't want to be it. considered responsible. It's, it's a they don't want to. Yes, it's they don't a want to show sure. over their whole country. Well, it's yeah. just it's just like it's just like every time somebody gets called a colonizer here, you know, it's like we don't want to be held responsible for that. I don't know what that means. Or or like uh or or a, a, a like, it's it's like when modern white people get blamed for slavery. We don't want to get we don't get blamed for that shit yeah. like we we didn't do it I, I, yeah you know like i don't, don't get me modern. wrong i don't remember who said it but it's like somebody was like they love to pretend like i'd have been one of the good ones oh <laughs> like, oh yeah you know, that's a big white people thing right? i would have been different no you wouldn't you have. probably wouldn't have <laughs> the, the like, abolitionist uh, movement if i'm not mistaken by the time the civil war happened the actual statistics of actual abolitionists in the United States of America were something like 16%. So you had 16% of the population that was actually vocally anti-slavery and working to end slavery. You're not quite right there because half of the civil war was fought for people defending or not like they were fighting to end slavery. But I'm saying well, yeah, because their boss told a, them to. a lot of the northern well. troops. Uh, no, I'm saying a lot of the northern. Tro- so my great great grandfather was in the Civil War. He was from Vermont. No black people in Vermont to this day. Uh, <laughs> Awfully Caucasian. Up yeah, there, yeah, a very Caucasian state. Yeah, uh, he was like uh, 15 great maple years old. Syrup, though. But he he <laughs> I read his journal. He was in the Army of the Potomac from pretty much day one, 1861 to 1865. Wow. wow. He. He's probably at Antietam. You can very clearly see in his journal entries that this war that he was involved with since the beginning, he didn't give a shit about the African. The, right. Uh, he called it differently back in those journal right. entries. <laughs> uh, but the African-American population, the black population, he did not. It wasn't even a fucking thought in his brain. He was just kind of there because that's what all the neighborhood kids were doing. They were going to war. Yeah. Um. Hmm. And again, and for the Southern population, uh, only. If, if I recall correctly, only 9% of Southerners own slaves. So you had all these, the, the, the other fucking 91% of dipshits that were essentially there to fucking go to war for the fucking wealthy. Yeah. yeah. And they well, got, it, they it, got conned into fighting. Cause it was it. all not, about the plantocracy. Not, not, not much has changed, but that, no, that, right. the, the, whole, <laughs> the whole going to war, because that's what the neighborhood kids are doing. That's happened on almost every major conflict. Like, uh, the, that movie just came out from a book, um, the greatest beer run ever. I don't know if you mm. saw that or not. or read the book. Oh, I know. I know the basics of the story. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. A great. And it you was, gotta watch the movie. It's good, but it is the book's even better. <laughs> it really is. Gets into the nitty gritty. Bunch, bunch of Massachusetts kids. No, they're right? from New York. York. New York. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but essentially it was like all these kids are trying to sign up because all the kids in the neighborhood were doing it. Yeah. yeah. Like obviously there was a reason behind it, but like once all the guys got over there, they were just like, Why the fuck are you here? Like, yeah. go home. You yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it but it goes along the same lines, like, you know, why are you here? Well, everybody else in the neighborhood signed up. Yeah. You know, yeah. the same thing. Like you look at 9-11 happened. Why'd you join the army? Well, it was the right thing to do. Everybody else, you know, that I knew was trying to do it. I used to yeah. shit talk those guys. Cause I was yeah. in before 9 right, 11. Me too. I'd always be like, I'd <laughs> always be like, shit. Be like, I joined I join for the college money like a real American. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just one of those bennies. I wanted to go to Thailand. <laughs> I joined when I was just hoping for war. Dude, you guys joined military you knew there was war. Sucked, bro. Peacetime oh, military sucked. Dude, we didn't even have money for blank ammo we would dude. go in the back 40 and we would yell yep, bang, bang. but about a jam but about a jam yeah, yeah. Jack, when, when did you join i i went to meps on august 11th 2001 <laughs> oh, so but right i didn't before. actually go to boot camp until uh a year well after yeah. what, a year after 9 11 basically okay. yeah do yeah. they do the mo- do they do the moment of truth 
What's that? In boot camp for you? Oh, yeah, where they're like, did you do drugs the last time? No, 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 the moment of truth where they where they, where they like where they where they basically tell you that you're that you're uh, you're getting deployed right now, that they're ending boot camp right now and they're oh, gonna I don't think I don't think so. So they used to do this thing called the moment of truth. And basically they'd be like, Look, like for me it was pre nine eleven. So they called us in and they they come up with some story about Bosnia invading a country or something, and they bring all the whole battalion in or whatever, the whole company in, and they're like they're like, Your all of your MOSs are being changed to 0311. Uh, you know, da da da. We had, you know, it's been congressionally mandated that the Marines of Charlie Company, your 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 uh, your boot camps, going to be accelerated. You're going to graduate next week. Da 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 da. You're all yeah. going straight to SOI for the School of Infantry and and all this, right? And, and now, what we need to know is conscientious, conscientious objector status. So we need you all to put your hands heads down and cover your eyes. And whoever could not go to war right now, you need to raise your hand. And the fucking drill instructors in the back just taking notes. And they're like, <laughs> oh, that is Smith, amazing. Johnny, Kyle, he's just writing them down. That right? is amazing. And then, and so sure as fuck, there's like two or three of them. And they're like, and this is what it would have been like back in the fucking 70s. And da 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 da. And they're like, and then and everybody's like, and I'm like fucking taking notes. I'm like, yo, let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, I joined to be a grunt. Let's fucking roll, dog. You know, and you could tell the guys who were about it, right? And then like, but there were a few who raised their hand and were like, I can't go to war right now. And we're scared about it. And they fucking painted the picture and they called it the moment of truth. And when you got back to the squad bay, <laughs> oh, the fucking bloodbath ensued. They were like, come here, you. He won't fucking fight next to you. Fucking now you're going to fucking get smoked because this guy's a pussy. And they would just smoke the fuck out of all of us. And I, shit. We were like, ah. I remember <laughs> boot camp. It's what they do to you. And on day one, they just instill the word kill in you. You say yep. it for yeah, everything, yeah. Yeah. right? Kill, kill, kill. And I remember I told my drill instructor, Richard, I, I told him, it's like, this is dumb. Like, it's like, I know why I'm here. Like, I, I knew I was being fucking brainwashed. And it was, like, dumb for me to say this repetitive word. Like, I knew that was, like, a consequence of something you'd have to do. But, like, it was dumb that they were, like, trying to, like, force feed that on us. Like, you would you'd be, like, like scuzz brushing the ground with a scuzz brush. And they'd be, like, they'd be, like, tap, kill. Yeah, kill. <laughs> you had to like yeah. say shit like that. Like it was weird. Jack, so you joined a month before 9-11. Yeah. So why did you join? Uh I'll be honest with you. The Bennies. No, you know, no, dude. I'm from the suburbs, bro. I was sad. <laughs> I was a 17-year-old kid who basically didn't apply to colleges on time like my friends. And when I realized all my friends were starting to get like their college uh, uh, acceptance letters, acceptance letters. I'm like, oh, fuck, I fucked this up. And I needed to ha I was a kid from the suburbs who needed to have have my Hemingway moment. I needed to go out and do my sense of adventure. The idea of being in, uh, in, in the Marines for a, it, it never was a thing for, I was never going to be in the Marines for a lifetime. I'm not a warrior or anything like that. I had to have my little fucking jaunt with adventure. So travel adventure was so, the little tag they got you on. Yeah. So yeah. after you raised your hand and swore in and September 11th happened, what, what was going through your head? <laughs> well, no, you know what I was, so so I'm, I'm pushing 40. So I, I still remember desert storm. Like I was, right. I think I was seven years old when desert storm happened. Yeah. So I remember watching desert storm on the news. All four and days. that lasted 93, hours? three fucking days, yeah. four fucking days. Yeah. And I, so I remember, so in my 17 year old brain at that time, when nine 11 happened, I left school after we all, we all watched the twin towers fall in high school. And I went straight to my recruiter who I'd already depped in. I was yeah. already, I already signed the contract. I was like, I gotta go now. I gotta go now. He's like, you still have to graduate high school. I'm like, no, you don't. It's going to end the war. The war is going <laughs> to come and go. I'll miss out on everything. Just kidding. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. yeah. But, but that was my mindset because don't I don't worry. I, We're I, going to Iraq I, in like two years. I saw how short <laughs> desert storm was yeah. in my head. I thought I was going to miss out on everything. And I, I did, I did want to go have that right. Yeah. Experience. Um, and I did, I was there for the invasion of Iraq. I was in first Marine division and 
when we all crossed the border. But and then you know, I remember thinking, what unit were you with? First LAR. Okay, we were. I was. We were right next to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, third, we were third tracks was right there. Yeah, we were we all the mechanized guys. We crossed that border first. Yeah. And uh I remember thinking uh in, in May, a couple months after the invasion of Iraq, I was I was like, well, glad I got my combat action ribbon. Knock that one under my belt. I we're good from now. Yeah. 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 Went on for another 15 years or so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a fucking corporal when that shit happened. I was on the pistol range that morning when 9-11 happened. And we were like, like so 4 a.m., 4.30 at the, at the armory, you know, to pick up your pistol. That doesn't start till 9. You know what I mean? So at 4 a.m. in California is 7 a.m. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. So when the towers are getting hit, I'm checking my weapon out. Yeah. So like on our way to the range in a fucking govy van. And they're like, um, we got some shit that went down. And we were like, huh? <laughs> like, yeah, it was fucking wild. But. And, and, and like the mindset changed because peacetime Marine Corps was fucking boring. It was junk on the bunk inspections and I and inherited all my, I inherited the peacetime Marine Corps. All my NCOs like literally were invading Iraq, but they were still doing peacetime Marine Corps things yes. like hazing us. It was a we, vicious yeah. transition. We, we yeah. had, we had first sergeants that were concerned about haircuts and shaving and shit yeah. like that when we Dude, were uniforms yeah the day before we went into like country. i was very fortunate that i had a gunny in charge of me i had two gunnies with me that had both been in desert storm like on the ground in desert storm we, so when this shit went down and some first aren't to be like why aren't you wearing your blouse because it's 130 degrees out yeah. and we're wearing fucking Which body it was, armor uh, kuwait yeah. and yeah. kuwait yeah. and uh uh february march well uh no when uh when we, we, we went, went in march dude but it was still brutally well, fucking we got, we got to quit yeah. in february we were at camp pa for like a month dude. before yeah. we jumped the berm yeah yeah like it was and it was fucking brutal it was hot it, as fuck so, so john and i were in the 101st right yeah you remember like the world war ii pictures yeah, mohawks and face right. paint the whole so nine we were shaving mohawks yeah. Yeah, because you're like, let's get some. Yeah, we're, like, we're sick with our unit heritage. We're yeah, 327 right? glider infantry. And like, some, that's what they did. Some yeah. first sergeant saw us shaving mohawks and oh. smoked the shit out of us. Yeah. Lost it. Yeah. I remember like, the first sergeant was bitching at us because we weren't wearing blouses. And my gunny was like, hey, first sergeant, can I talk to you real quick? And he's like, what do you need, gunny? And he's like, no, I'll just show you something around the back of this. And just fucking clicked off safe. It was like, you come near my fucking Marines again? I'm putting three hot ones in your ass before you hit the ground, you piece of shit. Get your on. Take that fucking civilian shit the fuck out. Like, just fuck ripped into him and we were all like fucking get it gunny we were like hell yeah dude we had a similar <laughs> moment in our platoon but it was between two e5s well it was an e5 with a ranger tab and then an e5p not ranger and uh, ranger tab goddard just got promoted right before we deployed and uh he tried to pull rank being like well i'm an e5p so you need to listen to me and goddard's like no nah, that's not how any of this fucking shit works <laughs> let's step outside the tent and we're in tents yeah. So they literally stepped outside the tent and all of us were just like, it's fucking great. <laughs> so we, John and I were at the camp where the grenading happened. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I remember that three we were, tents over from we were, us. Yeah. We were uh, there. That happened in February. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. Because I hadn't even showed up in Kuwait yet. That's yeah. 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 I remember seeing that on the news. Yep. Yeah. That was, that There's was three us. tents so, over from us. So I was like a week behind everybody. I was combat replacement. So like, I, I was just like, while everybody else was in Baghdad, like fucking doing it, and all the Republican guys were fleeing. I was picking them up. I was like, so I was getting in fights outside while everybody else was inside there. I still have not been to Baghdad. Never been there. Been Iraq three fucking times. Never been to Baghdad. <laughs> like ah. again, going back to, I'm not interrupting y'all's no. story, am I? Going back to history, Baghdad is one of the most progressive, um cities in the history yeah. of the world baghdad yep. is actually when you look at the history of the world baghdad is is a place that some of the greatest advancements in science and mathematics uh well, and, you, and art you happened look, you it's, look at you look at pictures of baghdad in the 80s oh it was and beautiful it was, it was yeah yeah and, and Dude, that was saddam's baghdad look yeah. at kabul yeah Look, go, look up Kabul in the 70s. It was a fucking tourist attraction, man. People went there. There was like water you, parks If there wasn't a war, there would be ski resorts in Afghanistan. There would be. We could actually blame the Russians on fucking it up. I, I, didn't, say what, <laughs> I didn't say what war. I said this if there wasn't a war. We could, fuck we could probably 
pretty coherently blame the Russians on fucking it up. And then we didn't do a lot to fucking perpetuate it. But um, <laughs> no. yeah, I, I, I still. So this is something I say very like I say, I'm going to give it to you in the real context, but I've always done. I, I, I've had material around it. I've had I've made jokes about it, but this is just the fact of the matter is um, I love Arab culture. Um, and some of the kindest people I've ever met in my life was in, in certain Arab countries and in other Arab countries, they were some of the biggest pieces of shit I've met in my life. So I'm a big fan of the Arab culture. So in some places like <laughs> places like Iraq, Jordan, yeah. Egypt. Yep. Those are some of the most wonderful people you're ever going to fucking meet in your life. We, where and then you go to places like Kuwait. I, I've only met them. I've never been there, but I've met them. Saudis, Bahrainians, fucking turd assholes. Yeah, we met some great people in Iraq. That dude from Michigan. Well, the dude from uh, he was American. He, yeah, he, but like he was in Iraq. Like, <laughs> all, like, <laughs> like his family. How, how many times were we on patrol and families would invite us in and? service a meal right. iraqis yeah. are like yeah. good they, they, they are good well, you know what it is is they they believe in a the, like it's almost like the old greeks used to like hospitality yeah was a real fucking, they're still was, very that much a, a greek that was a inherited law. culture yeah, yeah. yeah. That, well, that was a law like that was a law if you have a fucking visitor you, you no matter whether you are enemies or friends hospitality rules every time you know? i get into an uber or a cab and it's an Iraqi driving. Oh. I have the best goddamn conversation. Yeah. I was like, Shakumaku, bro. Right? And they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, oh, you know, like, you know, you, you break that barrier and then they're like, well, where have you been? You know, yeah. like, I, talked to, I, I talked to a dude yeah. from Fallujah uh, and I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> with, with met, with, sorry, go ahead. I met these two guys in Nicaragua. Uh, oh, down God, there at the yeah. factory, right? They live in California. And uh, no idea who they are. I'm sitting at that. Uh, they have like this little outside area at the hotel. I'm having a, a drink and a cigar. And they are also drinking, having a cigar. Yeah. And like they speak like English every once in a while. And then they speak Arabic. Yeah. And so I obviously like, a couple minutes into hanging out out there. And I'm like, where are you from? Where are you from? They're like, oh, California. And I'm like, no, no, no. Where are you from? Yeah. And they're like, California. I'm like, no, you're not. And I'm like, you guys yeah, are just I get it. You Arabic. live in San Diego right now. Yeah. 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 I'm like, where are you from? And they're like, oh, we're from Iraq. And I'm like, no shit. And I'm like, where? And then they they were like, I can't remember the name of the town. Like Basra. No, it's, no, a, no, it's no. a small north of, uh, north of Missoula. Yeah, uh, it wasn't Telkeep. It's oh. north of that. But they were in a, a small nor- a northern, um, you know, Christian Catholic town yeah. that was up there. Coptic. Yeah. And um, and so I we've been there. And so I told him, I was like, oh, I was like, I know exactly where that is. And they're like, yeah, okay. And I'm like, no, really? Like, you have your church right here and there's a little kebab stand over there and their market's like this. And they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I started talking to these dudes and it was uh, uh, the, a guy who owns a tobacco store and, and a cigar brand. And then his uncle. Very Arab. Exactly. <laughs> and a liquor store. Yeah. Very, right? very yeah. Iraqi. That's yeah. Iraqi. Yeah. It's straight up yeah. Iraqi. Yeah. And they're yeah. shady as fuck. But I love the guys. <laughs> uh, but his uncle was in Saddam's army. And he fled Saddam's army on foot, went through the mountains, uh, through northern Iraq into Turkey, and then found his way from Turkey to the United States. Most amazing conversation I had with these guys. No shit. Um, still talk to them all the time. Um, I think they might be at the show. We'll yeah. see. Nice. But uh, great fucking dudes. And I was like, what a small fucking world that we're sitting in this tiny ass bullshit in hotel. Nicaragua. In Esteli, in Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Yeah. And I've been to your hometown. Yeah. And so the first time Scott went to Nicaragua, he comes back and uh, I didn't go the first time. And he's like, dude, it's like Iraq, but nobody's trying to kill you. No, I said, it's like Iraq, but they have Walmarts. Yeah. But they're Catholic and nobody's and trying Catholic, to kill you. And they're not trying yeah. to kill you. Which and, uh, again, uh, uh, there's a lot of Coptics in Iraq historically. Like there's a lot of. Uh, uh, Christians made up, I think it was 11% of Iraq's yeah. population. Well, like, it, that's a huge Christian in, in population. Well, yeah, the the Christianity originated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. 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 the holdouts. Yeah. Yeah. It dates back to Jonah and the fish in biblical times. Yeah. Like, but uh, so I tell them, I was like, oh, I was like, you know, because this was like the first night that I was in, in Nicaragua. And so I tell him, I'm like, yeah, my, my buddy was down here a little while ago and he, he was telling me it's like Iraq, but Catholic. And he's like, no, 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 this is nothing like that. And so we end up going into one of the open markets in Esteli 
and we're walking around and and his uncle he was like oh this reminds me of my hometown I'm like i fucking told you <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm telling you they, they, looking back on it they were some and, and again i've been to places like jordan and other like i guess what you could consider blue collar arab countries some of the kindest, most wonderful people. Dude, Amon, on, on, uh, yeah. Amon, Amon Jordan, Jordan is, is such a badass city. That's a cool place. It yeah. is a cool place. Cool people. I went, I was there for New Year's. Uh, we did a show and we got we we got dropped back off at our hotel in downtown Amman at like 1157 in the middle of fucking downtown Amman. And it was one of the greatest parties ever. All the fucking bro dudes out there just you're american fuck yeah welcome to a month just so fucking <laughs> That's kind awesome. um, amazing fucking restaurants so much kindness the food's really fucking good the there. food is so good there fucking and fresh as shit yeah what are we doing to our fruits here that makes them so terrible mass producing yeah, fucking yeah, a yeah. man because all i know is like honeydew over there look like fucking watermelons yeah. they're this big and they taste like vanilla ice cream oh, pineapples yeah. in nicaragua oh yeah oh, the white pineapple people forget how diverse arab culture is yeah. and there's numerous reasons for it a lot of a lot of it has to do with european colonization but uh arab culture is so fucking diverse and beautiful when you get into the right countries like Jordan and, and uh, Iraq. And, and you're, you're dealing with some of the kindest people just, on the planet. That's I one of the some, things I used to always tell people is they, they would ask how, so, how's Iraq. And I'd be like, it's a beautiful country. If you clear, beautiful country. If you clean the trash, with amazing history. So I, I got, a, I got, a, I got a question. Yeah. You know how like all the Vietnam guys are going back to Vietnam now. Yeah, I totally go back to Iraq. I go back to Iraq and would you really? Yeah, a hundred percent. Do you think there'll be a time? Uh, I'm gonna gonna give it a few years. Is it safe now? Like, (laughs) Uh, no, I well, I know a couple journalists that have done work up in the north, which again, the north is friendlier and uh, it's uh, safer, but uh, Iraq is I'm like, you want to go to the Sunni triangle right now? No, no, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, in northern Iraq, I guess, is still banging, still awesome to be at. And you, you can go out as an American and just go out in town and party and go see a metal show. And I remember one of the first times we went through one of those small little towns north of Mosul, yeah, way up in northern Iraq, and they're all like there's no muslims yeah there's literally a fenced off <laughs> front yard of this house and there's lights up and music and everybody's drinking and partying yeah. their fucking asses off and i'm like <laughs> but, but, what where are we right now <laughs> but even like did we there, cross a border man yeah. <laughs> the, the muslims in iraq outside of uh certain sects they were uh they've always historically been a little more liberal the the, the kurds they're all muslims yeah but they come from a little they come from a more liberal muslim culture right. and and so even within yeah. whiskey from yeah <laughs> but i i absolutely bus drivers man the bus drivers used to give me some good fucking booze i'd get in the market there was a little <laughs> curd stand in the market and they had whiskey yeah yeah not me i used to have to fucking swindle it off the bus drivers. i had it one time and, and i became an e4 again <laughs> fuck you guys Dude, as long as as long as gunny got his share man we were good to hook <laughs> there, go, what are you I, guys doing shut up guns here you go so, oh thanks everyone here's done <laughs> did the invasion do you remember it, it was it, i wouldn't say it was propaganda it was just our young misguided ideas of who these people were based off of you know the desert storm and how we grew up viewing iraq and saddam hussein talking shit on the tv and you'd see the clips of the iraqis stomping on american flags and yada 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 and I remember, so we had these views like these people, these savages are, they just want, uh, they want to destroy us. And I remember the first shop I went into and in, during the invasion of Iraq, there was a fucking poster of Britney Spears on the wall. <laughs> and I'm like, these guys are down. They're all <laughs> they about get it. it. The yeah, first, one it. of the first shops I walked to. It's like the Rolling Stone cover Iraq, with the Teletubby. I bought a pistol. <laughs> yeah. I literally bought a pistol. Yeah. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Oh, mista, like, mista. They were all trying to hide their shit. And I'm like, no, this is a gun store. Yep. I want a gun. <laughs> Dude, but they were. That is the most and, and Scott the thing, thing it's ever. Like, it was. Right? Even our ideas of Saddam Hussein, I'm like, if he wanted to nip. There were so many uh, uh, posters and, and there was American music everywhere. Yeah. Like. 
They were just they, like Saddam Hussein could have, if he wanted to, he could have nipped that in the bud. He openly allowed American pop culture into yeah, that country. Right. Well, they, they, they were twenty years behind, like Michael Jackson. And oh, they, yeah. they loved Michael. Yeah. They loved Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Shakira was Whoa, like Jesus. One of the things <laughs> I thought was interesting between Iraq and Afghanistan too was was just like you could tell. Like the level of civilization by the way they dressed, right? Like Iraqis wore they wore jeans, they wore jeans or yeah. suits yep. all the time. Whereas yeah. everyone in Afghanistan's in man dresses. That's yeah. just what yeah. they roll in. They, to this day, they're still rocking. They even use a different fucking calendar over there. Like it's not 2023 <laughs> there right yeah. now. It's like fucking 18 fucking 60 something or some shit. Like they use like it, it's completely fucking. Well, it's, stone a, it's an accurate calendar. <laughs> to them yeah, yeah shit like no I've, I've never been to afghanistan so i don't, I don't have a way to compare it. there was a lot of man dresses it's not the same man like like i saw a lot of man dresses in iraq in of2 with the invade or with the insurgency and a lot of like that but for, for the most part it was fucking foreigners most mm-hmm. of them were yeah most we, of them were. we had an interpreter iraqis were fucking western non-secular as fuck yeah 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 but i don't know yeah. Anyways, this is gone off the rails as they always <laughs> do. Welcome to the Freedom Friends Master Debate, kids. That's what it is. What the fuck was our topic? Who knows? Uh, what What's a story where the bad guys were actually a hundred percent correct? The, the, the war in Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. y'all aren't really off topic. We weren't that yeah. off topic, yeah. shit. Yeah. But it has been an hour, which is a very long debate. So I'm gonna go ahead and call it, boys. And I'm going to say it's brought to you by WarfighterTobacco.com. Use that code FTFO to get you a sweet, sweet 15% off. Of course, Icy Tech Coolers, for those who get it, go to IcyTech.com and use that code FreedomFriends10. That gets you 10% off. And of course, our good friends, for all your CBD treats and ease, go to OWellness.us. Use that code FreedomFriends25. That'll score you a quarter off your order over there. Otherwise, boys, I'm going to raise my glass. Say thank you for being my freedom friend. Cheers, cheers. Jack, as always, thank you for filling in. We appreciate you, pal. I didn't talk too much, did I? No, no. you're great. Man. I have such a good time with you guys. I, I'm super Minnesota self conscious where I'm like, oh, was I being too chatty? No. You, you, you no. filled in for jazz. You're fine. Yes, this is true. <laughs> this is true. We're used to that side of the table being a little more talkative. So you're so fine. So I am that guy? <laughs> <laughs> you're not that guy. You're not that guy. Oh, I don't want to be jazz. I, 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 do, I, I, do want you to, I do want you to explain to me euchre someday because I don't understand how to play that game. But <laughs> I don't know. Jesus Christ. Peanut gallery at their finest. Anyways, like, share, subscribe, smash those buttons. Tell your mom. Tell your friends. Tell your fucking mom's friends. There's a mediocre show on the internet. It's called The Freedom Friends, and they should check it out. Uh, otherwise, boys, three little things. Easy to do. Not hard at all. What's your first one? Uh, smoke on. Uh, Drink on. God damn it. Freedom, freedom to, to fuck, fuck on. on. Later. Do a nice cum. <laughs> <laughs>